Hey there, moms. And kids. Welcome to the Unclutter It Mommy and Me podcast. <laughs> Every other week, we will discuss simple solutions for getting different aspects of your home and life organized. And when we're not talking about organization, we will bring you bi-weekly episodes just for your kids. That's right. In order to practice those organizing tips you learn here, you can pop on every other episode where we will entertain your kiddos with fun facts, jokes, and maybe even sneak in a few subliminal kid-related organizational messages while you get to work. So let's get organized and have a little fun while we do it. Let's get organized! Today, I want to talk about giving everything in your home a home. Everything you own should have a designated spot within your home. Because when everything has a home, you don't waste time and energy looking for items you need because you know exactly where to find them. Now, many people have experienced this sensation of rushing out the door, going to grab your keys, and you can't find them. They are not where you thought you put them. And then you spiral into hysteria. Are they in your coat pocket? Did you maybe leave them in the car? Did they fall in a shoe? Did the dog eat them? Have you been robbed? (laughs) No, the keys are simply just between the couch cushions where all lost things go, of course. And after all that panicking, you vow to always put your keys right where they belong from here on out, right? Because after all, life is better organized. Let's talk about that. There should be no question where the things you own could be found. If I asked you where your forks would be, I'm pretty sure you'd be able to walk directly to the kitchen drawer where they reside and you could pull a fork out, right? If I asked you where I could find the television in your home, you would direct me to the one or maybe several areas of your home where I could find your TV, right? Where are your clean socks, your toothbrush, your bed? No problem. You know exactly where to find those things. You've given them a home. And when you're done using them, you put them back. Or maybe your bed and television are just in a permanent location due to their weight and size. But why is it that some items in your home are easy to find while others take copious amounts of detective work to find? On several occasions... While I've been on the job helping people get organized, I've asked clients for old rags so we can wipe things down as we're organizing, or a vacuum cleaner, or a bottle of disinfectant, or some cleaning wipes. And some people are unable to quickly locate these items because their stash of old rags have been moved so many times they don't remember where they last saw them, or... The vacuum cleaner needs a new bag, but they're not sure where those new bags have been stashed since they've ordered them online. And 
The cleaning solution was under the sink, but someone must have used it and moved it, and now it could be in seven different other places. <sighs> now, as an organizer, I always come prepared and already have all of these items on hand. I bring my own cleaning rags, my own cleaning solution. I have a vacuum cleaner in the back of my car because you'd be surprised at how many people don't have a working vacuum. <sighs> tangent. <laughs> but I like to use this question as a little test for the homeowner. Do they know where their stuff is located? Some things are easy to decide where they belong and others need a bit more consideration. When you bring new items into your home, before you just throw them all down in the basement or in the garage or wherever else you throw things to be organized later, Really take a moment to decide where each of these items will live so they can be found easier in the future. So you purchase some new vacuum bags online. To me, those would be considered extra cleaning supplies and I would personally store them with my backstock cleaners in the front closet near the vacuum cleaner. That might be different in your home. You have some old shirts that you've cut up in order for them to be used as rags. Again, to me, those would go with cleaning supplies or perhaps in a clearly marked basket near my laundry room door where they can be grabbed for cleaning inside or for projects out in the garage as we're heading out the door. You recently went on vacation and brought home some knickknacks from your travels. Oh, to me... <laughs> I'm shuddering for knickknacks. Not my favorite thing. To me, though, I would walk through my home and find a shelf or some other flat surface where those items would live straight away right after I came home from my vacation. I don't leave much time when I'm unpacking. If we're being completely honest, though, I would actually already know exactly in my mind where that item would go before I even purchased it. Because that's how I live my life. If I can't think of a place where it belongs, I don't even bring it in my home. But the point is, every item that comes into your home should be carefully considered in order for you to figure out where that item would most easily be found in the future. Sometimes you might bring home items and when you go to put them in a location where you know you would remember to find them, you realize that spot is already completely filled up. Okay. Take, for example, your closet. Okay. Imagine you head to the store and you just need some milk and eggs and a pair of socks. I don't know where you're listening to this podcast, but we have stores like Meyer, Walmart, wherever, that you can buy groceries and clothing items, maybe some knickknacks, home decor. I try to avoid those stores because I end up coming home with things I don't need. Anyway, you're heading to the store for some milk and eggs, but somehow you come home with a new jacket, a pair of pants, some shirts, something to hang on your wall, and no milk or eggs, of course. All right, so you know where your clothes go. Okay, so you head to your closet. Every single hanger 
is already accounted for. But now you have these three new items that you need to hang up. In this situation, you have two options. Either you need to go back to the store and buy more hangers. Don't forget the milk and eggs this time. Or you need to donate three items that you already own that would free up hangers for the newly purchased clothing items. Or there's another option. You could just go back to the store and return those items that you just purchased that you don't probably actually need. (laughs) Professional organizers call this the one-in-one-out rule. If those new items don't have a home, you have to make room for them. One shirt coming in means one shirt has to come out. Otherwise, you are now just trying to shuffle clothes around and stuff things into drawers or in the back of your closet in order to make them work, exacerbating your problem for the next time that you go to grab one item of clothing and it all comes toppling down. If you bring three new clothing items home to hang up and your closet has space for them, you're good to go. You know clothes go in the closet, so you can confidently hang your new clothes in that space and then head back to the store for those eggs and milk. Most items in your home should have one definite location so you don't get confused when you're putting things back. However, if you live in a larger home or you have multiple stories, in your home, some upstairs, downstairs, some items will live in multiple locations and that's fine. Keeping all your cleaning supplies downstairs under the kitchen sink might be a real hassle when you have two bathrooms to clean upstairs and one down in the basement. If this is your situation, your cleaning supplies might live in multiple locations and that would make sense for your home. Some homes I've worked in have a vacuum cleaner upstairs and one downstairs as well. They're heavy. It's hard to lug them around. I get it. So there might be two areas to find a floor cleaner and zero excuses for other family members to use them. That's another story. You might have a home office upstairs that would have writing utensils, scissors, a checkbook, whatever, But most of your time is spent downstairs in the kitchen and running upstairs to grab a pen every time you needed one. Doesn't make sense. So you'll have to decide where your things live and how your home will best function. Sometimes people end up having that office drawer that turns into a junk drawer in the kitchen. But if you keep it organized, it's fine to have a designated spot in your kitchen for those things that you use frequently. Just remember, if you take the downstairs scissors to the upstairs, now you have two pairs of upstairs scissors. Downstairs scissors live downstairs. Upstairs scissors live upstairs. That's a tongue twister. Make a clear distinction about where your things will live, and then you have to stick to those household rules that you've created when it's time to put them back. That's the only way your things are going to live in the homes you assign them. Once your things have definite homes, 
you'll know where to find your things. You will not get angry at your family members when you can't find your keys, your wallet, your phone, because you will know exactly where they are. You put them there. Having a definite home for your things will not guarantee that they always end up there. That, my friends, is up to you. But when you do remember to put your things in these designated spots you've made for them, you will be happy that you spent that time getting organized because you're no longer wasting time or energy looking for your stuff. Now think about this. Where can I find the scissors in your home? Where could I find a battery? Does loose change have a place in your home? Paintbrushes? A phone cord? Not sure? Time to start creating some homes for your stuff. It's that time again where we near the end of the episode and we have to talk about that one task you've been putting off. Your timer task for the day, your timer task for the week. Maybe you're overwhelmed with life and you can only finish one timer task every month. That's fine. Any forward motion is moving you forward. So what's that thing you've been putting off? We're going to set a timer for 5, 10, maybe 30 minutes and get that one thing done or at least started that you've been putting off. My timer task for today, (sighs) there's a little backstory. We had a new roof put on our house. That was great. It's working out really well. But unfortunately, when they put the roof on, a nail went through the copper piping that's attached to our air conditioning unit, which means the AC is broken. Which means we have to have someone come out and fix it. And of course, nothing in life is ever easy. In order to get to the pipe that has the nail in it, you have to go through my daughter's closet. Everything has to come out. And there's a trap door in the ceiling that will take you to the stuffy attic. Nothing's stored up there. It's just the access to the top of the house. But it's a real pain to get to. We have a very small house. So that's where the attic is. It's a real drag to have to take everything out. But it's necessary. So my timer task for today will be to take everything out of the closet. Just simply that. Take things out of the closet. And I know that once I start that timer task, a new timer task will come up without me even thinking about it. But I will probably start going through Briella's clothes and getting rid of things that she's grown out of, maybe bring some things from the top rack down for summer. The whole point of the timer task is to just get started, and that propels you to do other things that you need to do as well. So my timer task, I'm taking clothes out of the closet so we can get the air conditioner fixed, And while I'm doing that, I'm going to turn it into something fun, organizing that I love to do, 
and get rid of more stuff in our house. That's my timer task for the week. Good luck getting your things done. That's it for this week. Now it's time for you to go find some homes for the things in your home that don't already have homes. Think about your forks. They have a home. Where do your light bulbs go? Where do your cords go? Where does anything in your house go? If you don't have places for it, you might have too much. Good luck getting organized. Well, thanks for joining us this week on the Unclutter It Mommy and Me podcast. I'm Bridget. And I'm Briella. Have a fantastic rest of your week and good luck getting organized, mamas. Remember, the most important part of organizing is making the time to do it and actually getting started. That's all for this week. Happy Happy organizing. organizing!